0: Welcome back to the Sports Effect Podcast. I'm Kenny Morgensai. I'm here with Andre Barkholtz, and we are back with another great episode for you all today. Andre, uh, welcome back to the pod. It's been a few weeks.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm really excited for the show we have today.
0: It's going to be a fun time, and uh, today we're going to welcome you to a special little show. This show is our recap show.
1: Recap. (laughs) Recap.
0: And the reason we love the recap show is uh, we get to look back at a few of our past predictions and takes and things that we thought would happen that maybe didn't happen or maybe they did. Um, and that's one of the greatest things about the sports world is looking back and laughing about where you were wrong, being happy about where you were right, just being surprised because anything can happen. And a lot of times your predictions don't actually play out with the reality of what happens in any season, NFL, MLB, any kind of sport.
1: So we're calling it our recap episode, but really what it boils down to is like, this is our accountability episode. (laughs) Our Um, accountability partners. (laughs) (laughs) Where we have to like go back and revisit um, the takes. Because that, I mean, when you go to listen first take, uh, like the show on ESPN, they they never go back. They never talk about those things after the fact.
0: Right, like they're just like, keeping going and like they're like bold takes all here left and right
1: right right and so you can make as many bold takes as you'd like but if you'd never go back to them then like there was never any value in the first place so and i will say of like you know there's the going back for your victory laps but there's also the opposite of what's the opposite of a victory lap the The pity crawl? I don't know. (laughs) Ooh, pity crawl. Thank you. I knew you'd come up with something. Um, But yeah, so I'm excited to kind of dive back into a couple of our earlier episodes. Um, So if you haven't listened to these episodes, we're going to be talking about two different uh, topics and recapping them. So if you wanted to, the first one we're going to be going over is, uh, recapping our MLB predictions, episode 10, episode 10. So you'd want to go back and listen to episode 10. Possibly that one is like up to you. If you want to go back and listen to, cause that's before the baseball season, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, still a good listen, but obviously now baseball is over. Yep. Um, but the one that I am, one of my favorite episodes, um, that people don't know what it is, um, by the name because we named it the Georgia Southern Kicker League. Um, (laughs) But one of my favorite episodes that we've actually recorded was episode... I believe it's.
0: Oh, let me double check because I think, I believe it's episode six, five okay. or six. But, All right. You know, it was one of our early ones. So, so you're going gonna, back to our heyday.
1: You're going to go back and double check the name of the episode. But what we did for this episode is we uh, decided to start a fantasy football league with just the two of us. Um, and we were doing it with non Power Five players. So people that came from colleges that were non Power Five conferences. Um, and then we just played each other um, every week. But throughout. That episode, we essentially said, like, no, we should really do this fantasy league. So Mm -hmm. we actually did it. And now today we're going to be recapping how it ended. We can
0: rehash the season, which went well for one of us and poor for the other. We'll remains to be or we'll let you find out. Uh but yes, it was episode 6.
1: Episode 6. So, I would recommend going back and listening to episode 6 before this. Um it'll tell you who was drafted, why they were drafted, etc. Today we're just giving kind of like a highlights and what happened throughout the season.
0: Yep. Just a little a little peek under the hood and then uh you know, maybe if it intrigues you, you can go back and listen to that extra episode. Perfect. All right. Well, without further ado, we'll start with the MLB predictions. Um, Which uh, you know, we're bad. We're not good. We're not good. That's uh, I think that we have some skills in our uh, NFL knowledge, and our NBA knowledge, and our soccer Premier League Bundesliga knowledge. But uh, I think the MLB knowledge might be lacking. Uh, Next time we do this, we might need to bring on a guest star to help (laughs) us out, Uh, especially for me because I I struggled here. Which Um, is
1: funny because you're more in the baseball world than I am.
0: Maybe that maybe I shouldn't be in the baseball world maybe that's something where I just need to stop and stop paying attention
1: <laughs> for the record Kenny does fantasy baseball and I do not so I looked at like these awards and things and I realized that I didn't know anyone that actually won and I realized that I was still basing it off of my like 2018 knowledge <laughs> of baseball when I like went through the my picks and I was like oh Mike Trout and like I still mean good Mike Trout's still good but like but like yeah he's not like
0: He's just got kind of paper bones now. You know, yeah, he's, in my brain, he's,
1: he's like still up and coming, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think
0: he's, I think he's dirty. I, I think, think he's, he's down and going. Yeah, he might he's be, not up and coming. He's like, you know, kind of getting to that point where he's, uh he might be exiting his prime soon. I think he's got a few more years, but yeah the
1: yeah. uh long in the tooth long as in the tooth say. yep
0: yep yeah the not quite the kneecap biter as dan campbell would say that he once was
1: indeed but then he can go into coaching and then be that kneecap biter there. again so you know
0: he should go and consult for whatever team shohei otani is playing on which uh is not you know currently the dodgers likely will be foreseeable future but who knows maybe that'll change in when he retires
1: Perfect, and then he can get his money now because he won't be able to get it later. Right, right.
0: Otani can just push that money way down, you know, time value money, push it way down in the future. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Uh, that's a whole nother topic that we could make a whole podcast (laughs) just about that that contract. That's a good
0: idea. I mean, we'll have to bring that back up and just talk about the weirdest contracts in sports
1: the weirdest but also like wow that yeah, contract is yeah. awesome It's um, pretty pretty remarkable so give us a rundown of uh just some of the picks and takes um i don't have them in front of me but you can uh yes run it
0: down. so I'll, I'll yeah i'll give the rundown andre can give some color commentary um i'm gonna highlight more so uh the ones where we were uh dead on right where we got the pick right or the ones where we were not so right. So there's a couple, like...
1: The victory lap and the... What was it? The pity crawl. The pity crawl. That's what we're looking at. Uh,
0: There's a few where, like, you know, Andre and I both predicted the Tampa Bay Rays to win the American League East. Uh, They got second in the American League East by four games. So, like, I think that was something where, you know, that's not a victory lap because we didn't get it right, but it's also not a pity crawl because, like, we were darn close. Uh, But some of the ones that would be considered pity crawls are... um, we both picked the Cardinals as the winner of the Amer- or National League Central, and that was bad. Um, actually, for me, the entire National League was bad. I missed on every single division winner. I went Mets, Padres, Cardinals, and those teams. Uh, Cardinals finished last in their division. Mets were terrible, and Padres really didn't put it together. So not great. <laughs>
1: Just wanted to you know put that in there. Joke, jokes on you uh, for those uh, picks there.
0: Joke is on me. Andre did a little better. Uh, you hit on the Astros and the Dodgers, which, you know, thinking about what's happened the last five years in baseball, I probably should have also just went with the Astros and Dodgers and went with
1: chalk. But yeah, I was pretty chalky on my picks. Um, but the Dodgers did get a hundred wins again, so like, it wasn't. It was yeah. a good pick. Yeah, it was. That's, yeah, that's yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, too doubtful there so
0: so indeed indeed my only pick for correct pick for division winners was the twins which is unfortunate because because that's the one yeah, over the, us yeah, yeah the yeah, only one yeah. that beats the tigers so yeah not not great for me uh, but andre did solid there um neither of us hit on our world series prediction so well
1: this world series was wild mm-hmm. uh nobody got their picks right i want to see the betting ticket of the person that chose the rangers and the diamondbacks
0: well, i mean some people probably pick the rangers but diamondbacks you gotta yeah. be kidding me
1: yeah yeah well,
0: i love the story though
1: It is cool. Um, Yeah, I don't think anyone had that World Series uh, put out on any parlays.
0: Yeah, I, you know, if they did, they probably had a pretty good payout. That's for sure.
1: Definitely. Yep. Uh,
0: We both uh, went chalk with our MVP picks and we both picked Shohei Otani, who, again, was utterly dominant and just signed a record contract so you know that one wasn't hard to choose yep
1: so we can take like a a small victory lap a little a little woohoo maybe a victory trot yeah yeah for us um but that one is i don't know it's still impressive to choose like the right one but uh shohei is um amazing to watch
0: fantastic fantastic andre i gotta give you props too you got the cy young pitcher for the american league right as well you went garrett cole which that
1: one is very impressive have i ever watched garrett cole pitch no i haven't (laughs) but i know i know garrett cole like i know of garrett cole he's Uh,
0: just been so close so many times i think he's gotten second a couple times so it was cool to see him finish you know push across the finish line and
1: that's kind of how i feel about like I don't know, just betting in general. I don't typically take the favorite. I typically take the like second or third mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was me. I'm adding something in here, but that was me when we talked about Heisman. Oh, I yeah. I I got yep. the Heisman correct. You did. Because, Jane Daniels. Because I chose Jane Daniels, who was like two or three on the list of odds for the Heisman. Like I didn't want to go with uh Caleb Caleb Williams. Yeah, I didn't want to go with mm-hmm. Caleb Williams. And so I decided to go Jane Daniels, and that one worked out, although I didn't put any real money on it. Womp womp. Um, but right. I'll, instead, I'll take my little victory lap here today.
0: Yes, we we forgot about We'll have to revisit those uh you know after the college football playoff and mlbc or mlb nfl playoffs we'll have to revisit those ones but you did hit on the heisman which i was impressed a little um, preview i was feeling good uh my heisman pick was jordan travis and he beat your guy Jaden daniels in week one and then Jaden daniels just went absolutely bonkers after that so yeah
1: yeah i was so worried afterwards i was like oh that's gonna look bad right um, i know on my pick. <laughs> literally yeah, week one yeah. and
0: then Jaden daniels so but hey you got to be picking Heisman's next year, too, then. Like, yeah. I'm waiting for that pick.
1: Okay, sounds good. I'll, I'll let you know. Um, it'll be like our uh, Bucks um, NBA championship that we yes. discussed on yep. the pod before. Yep. Um, any other
0: So, highlights? I'm going to just, Lowlights? you know, if you uh, really want to hear more about it, go ahead and listen back to um, episode 10. Um, with <laughs> then MLB. you can just hear them wrong for the first how time. how they're all wrong for the first time. Uh, <laughs> but I will highlight. Um, one thing that we did at the end of that episode is we gave our guaranteed gold glove and silver slugger awards. So our guys like, you know, this is the hill I'm dying on. Like it's, I think they're going to win a silver slugger. I think they're going to win a gold glove. Like we picked one of each and no matter what, this is going to happen. So we each, you know, each picked one gold glove and one silver slugger. So four total picks. Um, Andre, how many do you think we got right? Like you would think we should get probably three maybe four right well especially
1: because these awards have 18 in total right nine per award uh right
0: yeah nine per award yep yep yeah
1: yes no
0: there's not i don't know if there's a silver slugger for pitcher but there is for designated hitter so yes nine per award okay Mm
1: -hmm. so nine per award um and so like it's not like you're just picking one. And so you're mm-hmm. just picking like somebody to be in there for like the one of the nine. But the problem is there's only one per position. So yes. when you choose somebody in a position, you are saying that they will be getting it for that position. We are. So mm-hmm. you still are kind of a one of one because you're going to choose somebody that plays a position outfielders way easier though. In Absol- theory,
0: which is why we picked outfielders for our silver, <laughs> silver sluggers. Yep. And, uh, we both missed um andre <laughs> went with mike trout who you would think because he had 10 going into this year would be a lock did not get it and i Long went the with tooth. aaron judge neither got it you would think you know and two aaron MVP judge winners
1: would Yeah, had a lot of injuries injuries and, for both of us yeah so again womp womp yeah, um
0: gold gloves uh we did not go outfield although we probably should have Andre went Vladimir Guerrero, and I went Nolan Arenado, which are two sure-handed guys, but I think this was... Not sure-handed enough. Not sure-handed enough. I think this was more of a situation of an up-and-comer just was so much, like, had such a dominant season. Like, it was, uh, I believe, Nate Lowe at first who just, like, was had one of the statistically best defensive seasons at first base for the rangers and then matt chapman who again is a very good defender in his own right and then was on a much better team than nolan arenado so i think uh those ones are more excusable than our uh, silver slugger ones but the team's
1: know. definitely come into play for the, those awards oh yeah um, there's a
0: lot of braves a lot of dodgers players
1: yep uh when you win a lot of games it looks good and then you also i mean there's just other things of like people throw you the ball a little better or mm-hmm. people, you can trust people to cover more ground in different areas. Like when you have good defenders besides you, it can help you out with your defending. Gives you a little more uh, confidence. Yeah.
0: It, it gives you more motivation too. You know, if you're, you know, like if you're, I think about it like in a board game, you know, if you're playing a board game and you're out of it in the first couple hands, like, you know, or first couple of rounds, like you're not going to try as hard versus like, you're really going in that game of Catan when it's tied nine, right. like, nine, you're locked in, dialed yes. in on those trades.
1: Oh my gosh. And I, I can't stop thinking about the suggestion that you just had if they wanted to know all of our picks to go back and listen to all of the, um, episodes and because, or the previous episode 10, because with going back, I really hope they just like get a bowl of popcorn um, and they just like sit down, cuddle up and they just are excited to like laugh at us essentially Um and just have a good time of the essential comedy show. That is uh shame fest. Yeah. <laughs> shame fest of episode 10. I can just like I- envision that um, of some of our friends going back and doing
0: that. You know, they, you know I'm sure they'll have a good time. Uh, you know, well, why don't we, uh you know, shift to something maybe a little bit more positive for I like one it. of us. I uh, like it. Andre, do you want to give a quick high-level recap on the Georgia Southern Kicker League?
1: So I talked about it a little bit um, to start, so I teased it a little bit. But yeah, so we went back and did a snake draft for fantasy football for this year. We did it in the like early summer. I want to say.
0: I think it might have been even spring. Like I think we did that draft in like March or April
1: or something yeah. So like we that. did we yeah. did it really early. It mm-hmm. was it was NFL off season. Yes, off but season. it was very early in the NFL off season. Yep. So we kind of had to choose our players not knowing everything that would happen, um, and so we did. Um, we did our draft, our snake draft going back and forth. I picked first, um, Kenny got, then picked two and three and then I got four. So then we snaked back and forth like that. Um, and then we just played in a, um, fantasy league where it was the two of us against each other every single week. We decided to do it best ball, um, and which was pretty important to us. Um, so then it wasn't like. I just won because I started the right people. And then his, you know, non power five um, players just did well on his bench. We didn't want that to be the thing that decided it.
0: Depth of the non power five team. Like it was, we wanted the depth of the roster. We didn't want it to just be, especially because when we were drafting, like, you know, Josh Allen ended up on my team and Travis Kelsey ended up on your team, which are the main, that's really the best tight end of the rest quarterback for non-power five. And we didn't want those guys to decide every single week. We kind of wanted to see the depth of our teams.
1: Right. And so with that, we also made our bench a little bit bigger Mm -hmm. um, and we made it so that way there were no waiver wire pickups. We made an exception for there to be one of them. Um, With that, we decided to name it the Georgia Southern kicker league because we both took kickers and they happened to both be from Georgia Southern um and so that is young young way shout out young way uh who you selected and then i have tyler bass good old tyler bass um which is pretty cool that they were on uh, or from the Both same George school Southern. yeah, yeah. No. i was i was trying to figure out because throughout the year i my pickup was a kicker swap because my kicker was on a buy and i didn't have any other reason to pick up anyone so i just picked up another kicker and I was trying to find a third one from Georgia Southern. Believe it or not, the NFL does not have three Georgia Southern
0: kickers. That's a bummer. It is a that bummer. That is a bummer. Who did you end up picking up as your
1: uh, waiver wire? Seahawks Myers. Oh, Jason Myers. Jason Myers. Yep. Good pick. Um, so I got him. Uh, there are several non-power five kickers to choose that makes from.
0: sense that, that that seems logical
1: <laughs> um but who was uh, your pickup
0: so my pickup was a lot earlier on in the season because we could be a little strategic about our pickup because uh, andre decided to go again pick up a kicker when his guy was on bye week because we obviously only had one kicker on the team and so then you actually have someone to plug in plug in for that spot My team needed a little bit more help earlier, um, and so I went with Puka Nakua. um, I believe in week two is when I picked him up. So I used my one waiver wire for the year early on with Puka, um, which ended up being very well. He ended up winning me a week. Um, You know, he was probably the bright spot on the season, given you know the the dire straits of the rest of my roster. Although looking back, I might have wanted to wait a few more weeks and pick up a running back or something but you couldn't have
1: afforded for me to pick up no if you
0: had puka it would have been over
1: yeah so um would you like to um talk about the results of this league
0: well so we played uh 15 weeks um you know we stopped at the end started week one stopped at the end of week 15 and uh it's the results were not pretty um i mean
1: i For one, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. If I'm beholding, (laughs) it looks pretty good.
0: I have to give a lot of credit to Andre for drafting a very good non power five player team. Uh, he won the season series, excuse me, he won the season series 11 to 4. Uh, so it wasn't, you know, it didn't even matter if like we played, you know, the last couple weeks of the season, he had me, and so uh, gotta give him kudos for that. He really built his team. Um, it was deep i think um because playing best ball um we involved like that involved a lot of like you know subbing like we looked at our entire team and like so maybe the guys who would you would think is andre starters weren't necessarily like the guys going off like he had a lot of guys in his like bench go off and then those points still counted and so um i think your team was really deep which is quite different because i felt like my team was pretty top heavy i had josh allen i had puka nakua i had cooper cup Devontae Adams but other than that my team was pretty weak and so I think the depth of the team hurt and also I mean Tyree Kill is tough to beat as well.
1: Yep. So on, on my team, I so because I decided to go with Travis Kelsey with my first pick and Josh Allen was gone on the on the backside, I decided to go for instead of quality of quarterback, I went for quantity <laughs> of quarterback. Figuring um at the beginning of the season I had um Jordan Love, I had Derek Carr, and then I also had um Garoppolo. Were my three quarterbacks.
0: Which they turned out pretty, like, I would say, like, all of them had a couple pop weeks. Exactly.
1: Well, because I have three quarterbacks Mm -hmm. and only one of them had to have a good week, versus you had one quarterback and that one quarterback. Had to have a good week week. every week, right? And so I just needed one of the three. So I essentially just took like multiple lottery tickets instead of like multiple $1 lottery tickets instead (laughs) of you having your like $10. $10. (laughs) Um, So I had more opportunities there. Um, I would say I like felt as though I maximized my best ball. There was definitely Mm -hmm. like, I took some um, shots in the dark at like Rishi Rice uh, and he turned out getting better and better throughout the year. He did very well obviously Tyreek Hill was huge for me who did you pick number th- three overall
0: I went with uh Cooper Cup which okay. when he played this season he was very good I think it was just another season of injuries for him yeah um so I was happy with you know the pick at the time of it Cup. was
1: also before the offseason news of the injuries so it was. yeah that might have changed your tune towards Tyreek possibly. it
0: might have I see I've always been kind of a Tyreek Hill skeptic which he's continually proved me wrong I have always thought it was really good but it was something where I thought that Cooper Cup was better and Justin Jefferson was better and Jamar Chase was better and the reality is is Tyreek Hill is just kind of better than all of them but Andre what was your player that you drafted onto your team that maybe wasn't you didn't think would be a big contributor at the beginning of the season and ended up really helping you out throughout the season
1: MVP absolutely goes to Devin Singletary, um, for this. Like, I, he's only the like running back thirty, right? But he kind of like uh, when Damian Pierce went down, mm-hmm. he then stepped in and had a higher total that would come up. So there were th- like three different weeks that I ended up best ball, like subbing him in to the lineup. He was the
0: perfect running back for best ball because he'd have twenty five points one week, and or then he'd the next ha- week have three exactly.
1: So then he just stays on my bench the whole mm-hmm. time, but then when he's scores the 25 i get to sub him in so um he was a good uh best ball uh candidate and he definitely paid off which i'm i guarantee my like drafting strategy for him was like oh i need a running back oh yeah sure. devin singletary <laughs> i
0: think i made fun of that pick because i was just like devin singletary is never going to get any carries he's yep. behind damien pierce on a bad team well yep guess what Wrong guess what both, both yeah. fronts.
1: guess what not behind Damian pierce and also a good team yep. wow who would have thought <laughs> yeah exactly so uh yeah definitely happy with how this turned out also was my this league was my unfortunately my most successful uh fantasy experience of the year so Ooh. um this is the only victory lap i'm getting <laughs> on fantasy so i'm gonna just have to hang my hat on it and be proud of it
0: yeah you know you gotta you gotta take the wins where you can get them um and you know take the losses where you can get them too and that's uh that's what my team did I do got to give a shout out to Adam Thielen he I didn't think he was gonna be anything he was actually pretty solid um and it was tough because I ended up having a log jam at receiver with Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Puka Nakua, Deontay Johnson, Adam Thielen I could only ever score three of them and my running backs often let me down but I think uh the biggest thing I'm learning about best ball is that it really pays to have a lot of guys that you think could have some big boom weeks like those guys that are not necessarily going to be the classic eight to ten points a game guy but you want the guys that could just be explosive
1: which i will also say like gabriel davis is a huge boom bust guy He's right um, so He's that's gonna another get zero
0: one. or again 25
1: yeah so that one's another one that pops in to my head. I also just wanted to point out of kind of why we did this in the first place was we just wanted to kind of showcase some of the players that came from smaller, lesser known schools, but they're still in the NFL balling out, right? They're still um, great NFL players, even though their background isn't as like prestigious as going to a power five, right? They kind of had an underdog um, story to them. And we just wanted to showcase that. And um, I don't think you could probably do a league uh, with many more people than two no um it might be rough we had some lower scoring uh fantasy weeks but it was super fun and i would definitely do it again um i was gonna say maybe that's because i beat you bad but
0: (laughs) it'd be fun to do this again or uh if there's another like if anyone has any ideas um shoot us an email at the sports effect podcast at gmail.com uh that's effect with an e as well um yeah shoot us some ideas if you have an idea a cool way to like you know do a fantasy team that kind of like highlights different players or something like that yeah I, it's like really s- fun a to have.
1: different subcategory, uh yeah. like yeah separating a certain number of people into a, a pod that you know of like what is similar with those people
0: and i thought it was fun because it made the pool smaller and so there's a lot of guys that we were looking at and considering for these fantasy teams that we wouldn't in a normal league like normally guys like devin singletary are like you might pick them up for a couple weeks and then drop them. They're not going to be on your team.
1: You're um, saying Devin Singletary isn't very many fantasy MVPs. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> but, Yeah, that's fair. But
0: he was for our league or right. like, you know, you see guys like I had um, Darnell Mooney on my team and, you know, he had a couple weeks where he actually scored for me. But the reality is, is like, I would never even consider having him on a team in a regular league. So it's just kind of fun to it expands the pool and, you know. Let's it, you look at a different, a few different players in more detail.
1: It does. And I also want to, um, <clears> hmm. <throat> twist the dagger a little bit more. Again, oh, this no. is my only victory lap that I get. Um but apparently so Kenny went back and like audited our or like looked back at our previous um draft, mm-hmm. right? And then we added rookies after the fact because the rookie draft was after when we did the first one. Yeah, so yeah we, we
0: had did our our non power five draft before the actual NFL draft.
1: Right. So uh, this must have been back yeah in like in March. Yeah, March or April. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did that and then added rookies after the fact well one of the rookies didn't make it onto my roster and that was tank dell who would have just increased the steamrolling
0: destroyed me it'd be 15 wins to zero yeah
1: versus the uh your uh rookie that didn't make your roster was who
0: you know uh shout out zach koontz because uh you know i had faith in you and um you know maybe next year
1: <laughs> uh yeah maybe he'll like be on a team next year
0: you know yeah 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 that's that's all I got no words (laughs) yeah
1: um so definitely just had to twist it a little bit there um but also
0: your rookies Rasheed Rice and Tank Dell like are arguably the two best rookies in like fantasy this year you know I mean Puka but Puka was someone that neither was on neither of our radars so like getting both those guys before they were actually even drafted in the NFL like picking Rashi Rice and Tank Dell. Like that's I, solid.
1: I can draft rookies, that's no problem. It's the other leagues in which I <laughs> trade them or drop them or whatever. Like I never keep them long enough to see it.
0: You're you should get a like a uh, you know, a memento tattoo, yeah. right? On your mm-hmm. on your wrist that says never trade rookies i needed it like on my forehead bro i, I can't just <laughs> look be at on it every uh, time in the yeah, mirror yeah like reverse I, on your forehead so it's,
1: <laughs> when you
0: look in the mirror it's right side
1: perfect yeah no i definitely need that because in our our dynasty league it's all over the place yeah justin jefferson let's just say he was only on my team for the first like you know two weeks where he scored zero and then uh third week uh, when he scored like 50 he was gone so
0: you know, this is just telling me that I'm going to come to you after, uh, you know, our fantasy draft and then just like try and trade for your rookies because, you know, if- history has anything to do with it they're Fair gonna enough, be great. this
1: year it's jaden reed so dude again looking great yep not on my team anymore i drafted him so just look at who i draft and then that's who you know that you'll want by the end of the year
0: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna look at your draft and then use that to reference all of my other fantasy football drafts because then i'll just draft the same guys for the and rookies I'll keep them. yeah yeah I'll yeah
1: keep them. <laughs> it's not like i'm a guru on the rest of it but i have picked yeah, some good rookies yeah
0: you, you've had some good teams
1: but all right, so that is kind of sums it up for our Georgia Southern kicker league. Definitely um, enjoyed uh, that, and let us know if you have any other ideas for next year that we can do a different like subcategory of players for a draft.
0: So to wrap up today, in the holiday spirit, because we love the holidays, however you uh, celebrate the holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, you know, merry, whatever, Uh, (laughs) we are going to wrap up with some holiday trivia, and we have had a couple of our friends
1: put together- Holiday sports trivia. uh,
0: Yes, holiday sports. Well, you know, not all of us uh, know, read that it was sports. Uh, Oh, you're right. You're right. Shout out our friend Aaron, who uh, I was like, can you send us some holiday sports trivia answers? and i think he just saw the holiday trivia yeah and so uh,
1: we'll be talking about pie here in a moment Uh, but not the kind that you eat
0: yeah not the kind that you can eat um But uh, our friends put together some holiday sports trivia for us. We don't know the answers. We um, are just going to uh, give our guesses that we're probably going to be very far off on. Um, And uh, they'll be mostly NFL is what our friends sent us because we all love the NFL. But, um, you know, a few other questions there. And we're going to keep score to see who can uh, win this holiday trivia
1: battle just make sure we're on the same page uh so like one of us will read it and the Mm -hmm. other one gets to answer first um and then if it's like a team that we're talking about or it's like a player or something and then you get it wrong there's obviously no like points for closest yep
0: but if it's like a number like the 50th digit in pi (laughs) then whoever says that whoever gets the closer number then gets the point exactly And we'll keep score and uh let you all know how it's going as we go
1: perfect um so do you want to get us started with the first question
0: i'd love to all right so question number one submitted from our friend nathan which team on christmas eve christmas eve not christmas day set the record for most rushing yards in a game and what year was that game played
1: uh so football history is not my like top thing like sports history honestly is not my which is tough for sports trivia. It is, because a lot of them are, there's a lot of data. (laughs) I was like, it's literally all about the past, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about the future, Mm -hmm. so um, I am going to rely on my limited knowledge here, and I'm just going to, like, try and go for a a great running back, right? Yeah,
0: you have to, right? Like, you know, you got to think of, like, the Adrian Petersons. Which it
1: totally could just be, like, a hodgepodge, like... Right, like it could just be a, a team of.
0: I mean, yeah, it could be a running back by committee. So right. you know, you never maybe the Indiana. So three Colts people,
1: three people ran for one hundred and ten each, so. each, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's but, easier
0: to remember the guy, like yeah, you know, yeah. everybody remembers the Alvin Kamara Christmas Day scoring six touchdowns. I like, was that's, surprised that wasn't on here. That, that would have in your head. That's yeah. see, that, well, we'd have split that one, yeah. Like, that one's, but um, these are a little harder,
1: but okay. So I'm just gonna go with a good running back. First good running back that popped into my head, Barry Sanders. Barry, so I'm gonna go the Detroit Lions, and I'm gonna do it when I believe Barry was there. I think he was there past the last playoff win he was yeah. so i'm gonna go 1994
0: i like it i like it yeah that's uh right around that last playoff playoff appearance not playoff win
1: yeah last
0: playoff win was... okay i was
1: like we made playoff appearances Oh no you're that right, was you're right. that was our last was playoff that was our last 91 come right. on give you're us right. some respect that's true because
0: we've got one playoff win in the last 60 years yeah, so yeah. 1991 <laughs> what a year what a year uh you know i i when I think about great running backs, like I often like the Rams are often a team I think of with like, you know, Todd Gurley had his heyday, Eric Dickerson, like there's often, you know, Steven Jackson. So I'm going to go the Rams because I think that covers a couple different eras, and I I'm going to go Todd Gurley because I feel like, you know, it's more common for teams to play on these like Christmas Eve holidays and things like that. So I'm going to go Todd Gurley with the Rams in 2017.
1: All right, I think that that's uh that makes some sense. I mean, you're kind of like double dipping on the Rams. I know, and, I'm and then covering a few areas. The year you had to like nail it down. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, all right, so what's the answer?
0: All right, let's see. The answer is drum roll, please. I don't think. Uh, oh, do we not have a drum roll? Um, <laughs> nope. It's kind of. It's, you know, I like it. The vibe
1: i don't think we have that i think we have uh like applause we have a little uh we have this one
0: you know we we need to hire an intern to play the drums for us exactly and just be our drum roll
1: although i have no idea what this one is so let's find out officially no drum roll not a drum that's, that's all right that's all right
0: uh insert drum roll here in turn uh the answer is the carolina panthers with 320 yards very nice and uh nathan did not give us the year and so <laughs> <laughs>
1: he asked the question for the year and now we have to go back and figure out yeah. what year it was. now we
0: have to figure out what the year it was nice
1: shout out nathan
0: well, Andre, I have the answer, and I have some bad news for us.
1: What is? You
0: were half right in your guess because the record was set against our own Detroit Lions. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's now I'm knowing why. Now I see why uh, Nathan did this to us. The record was set very recently, as in 2022, just last year on Christmas Eve, the Carolina Panthers combo of Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. Rushed for three hundred and twenty yards against the Detroit Lions. I, I'm betting that is not who you would have guessed in a million years as the duo to set the rookie the rushing record on Christmas. It
1: Day. is pretty tough that I was like, "Oh, haha!" I'm going to pick the Lions for having the most rushing yards, and then it was actually scored against us. Um, I so Nathan is probably going off of something else here, but like, I'm is it like a Christmas Eve record that we're that he's saying here, Christmas Eve record, yes. Oh well, how many games have even been played on Christmas Eve?
0: Probably not that many. I, yeah. I thought <laughs> I thought it was
1: like the overall record. Oh. I was like, that seems low. Of, oh, like, you the thought it was of... the team? God, gotcha. yeah, like the like team record of rushing, which um not a trivia question, but um is the Giants in 1950?
0: Ah, that makes sense. They ran the
1: ball a lot back then. 423 yards. Woo! Yeah, so. And um, some guys. I didn't realize that it was only like a Christmas Eve record. Who was that we on, that on that team? the nineteen on that Giants team? Yeah, like I
0: feel like. Do you have the? Are you able to pull up the stats for us and um, throw out some names?
1: I'm sure I could. It's got to be.
0: This is way before like Phil Sims and uh, any of those guys. Like when the Giants were good in like the 80s and 90s. Like we're talking like before pre NFL era. This is when it was the uh, the AFL and the NFL
1: or pre merger, I guess I should say. So for the nineteen fifty, uh, New York Giants, I'm a little worried. I'm looking at baseball, New York <laughs> Giants. One moment. That's true. They were they were in the,
0: the Giant San Francisco Giants were in New York for a for a period of time,
1: and including
0: nineteen fifty. Dang. Um, wonder which team was a bigger team back then.
1: Fair enough. Both uh, pretty giant. Google thinks, oh my gosh, <laughs> Google thinks that it was the baseball team. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so we have uh, Charlie uh, Connerly, Eddie Price, Gene Roberts. Gene. Randy Clay, Bill uh, Swi- Swiaki, um, Jim White, John Rapaz. This uh, is just all the running back room. Oh no it was Oh this just is the everybody. whole team Oh yeah. okay okay yeah, I was I'm like just... That's
0: a lot of running backs
1: No I was um No I was not just going Through the running backs But their fullback Is Eddie Price I'm sure he had a good day I'm sure
0: yeah Fullbacks were on They were one. big beefy guys Back then Trying to see if run there's any people. Any
1: other real good names On this list here um... um, I like John Mastrangelo That one's pretty good That's a pretty cool name and uh leo scaldani he belongs Ooh. in new york is
0: he related to tommy devito yeah i think so Long lost or at least his agent at least great, tommy great, devito great, <laughs> the great great grandfather of his agent
1: <laughs> of tommy devito's agent <laughs> who doesn't have a real name it's just tommy devito's agent yeah.
0: well did you uh did you see uh, tommy devito um he trademarked the name tommy cutlets and is uh gonna start his own like brand with like hey food and it's, merchandise it's and,
1: better than mapletron for it really is, for it really
0: is. i kind of want to buy some tommy devito cutlets like yeah it's kind cool
1: cutlets. you can do like the hand motion with yeah, it tommy too. cutlets like yeah. i'm sure they're
0: good you yeah. know yeah.
1: that's <laughs> awesome all right all right so that was a long time for question number one i'm gonna get us rolling with question number two which is which team holds the record for the most games played on christmas day which uh granted there were you know just going back in history i'm thinking that there were less games on christmas like that was more of like a nothing happens on christmas yes yep. previous and now it's kind of more like a we're turning it into a spectacle i think which, that's
0: the i think that's true i think thanksgiving games have always been a thing but christmas is more recent yeah so you know my initial gut was like all right dallas dallas cowboys are america's team like i'm sure they'd be on but like i'm also thinking like they haven't really been good Like, I mean, they've been fine. So like the last twenty years, like they're good now, but they haven't really been that good. So I think I'm gonna go with um for whatever I'm thinking Raiders because I feel like they're just like Raiders. Raiders. They're they're got a good story and like they just seem like a team that you know is gonna show up on Christmas. So I'm gonna go with the Raiders.
1: I am just trying to think of like Super Bowl heavy teams, right? Like really Mm. good teams. I kind of like the good team idea that you have. Niners
0: yeah Packers.
1: yeah but instead I'm gonna go with the Steelers Oh, I was right. between you know like Steelers Packers because I was kind of thinking like they would be the only ones to play on mm-hmm. Christmas if mm-hmm. there was a Christmas uh game you know in the aughts um and so I'm gonna go with the Steelers
0: all right going so with the Steelers and the Raiders and Andre what is the answer
1: the answer ah uh, Kenny is the Dallas Cowboys you
0: got to be kidding. Oh. <laughs> so Once they, again, the Cowboys letting me down, or I guess the Raiders <laughs> let me down this time.
1: So Cowboys have played five games on Christmas, um, and then they've won two of those games, so they still have a losing record on Christmas. Nice, got to love that. I like it. You know. um, and then the, boys? the Cardinals and the Vikings uh, have four each, and they've only won once. So playing multiple times on Christmas is seemingly not a good thing.
0: There must be just a lot of teams that have only went once and then, you know, are 1-0. Yeah, I know. guess.
1: Yeah. Like, the winning percentages. the people. Well, yeah. I mean, if if they were, like, close together and you're, like, you're always playing on Christmas, you probably won't, aren't playing your best. Yeah, that's so. probably
0: true. That's probably true.
1: All right. Speaking of playing on Christmas, what's our next question? All
0: right. So, how many teams have played on Christmas in the NFL? So, there are currently 32 teams in the NFL.
1: Indeed. Um... Alright, so I'm I'm gonna go out on a... so there's a real possibility that our friend put together and was like, haha, all thirty-two have Yeah, that's very true. I could see I could see this but this was
0: also another Nathan question. Okay. I could see that it, happening.
1: Particularly if it's a Nathan question. I feel like he'd get us like that. Yeah.
0: He's 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 uh smart like that.
1: Yep. So I'm gonna think I'm kinda thinking that I'm gonna take away let's say Eight of the teams, like, like so. Yeah. Then what does that leave? Twenty-four. Yeah. Uh. So I'm gonna say twenty-four.
0: I I'm thinking. I was also thinking like you know mid to low twenties. Um. I think I'm gonna go twenty-one. Um. I feel like it's probably less common than we think. But Ooh, I'm feeling yeah.
1: good with having the higher number there. Um. We'll I was see. I was gonna go a little higher, but I landed on twenty-four. So
0: well, let's see. Let's see what Nathan gave us and. Ding, ding, ding. Andre, you hit it.
1: 24 teams. 24 on the dot? On the dot. Dude. That's a point Uh, for you. All right. I feel like, you know at least like a point and a half you know and so, it's not just rounding up i got it on the nose whatever
0: well i mean that we said all right you, know, you just one get point. one on the nose <laughs> later all right <laughs> <laughs> why don't you try Andre. that do i do i get a point for uh the first question because i was closer in the year or did i have to get the team and then the year was an extra point
1: well the year wasn't even listed as the question so i don't know uh, that we can give fair. you the point yeah he didn't um, list the year Bummer.
0: One. all right well andre has a one zero lead going into question four andre what do we got
1: all right question number four is not counting the three games scheduled for uh the christmas for this year um there have been 27 nfl games played on christmas day what year was the first nfl game played on christmas so that would have been really helpful information to know that there were 27 games um of talking about oh no it's christmas eve yeah, mm. are they both Christmas? Oh, they're both yes, Both Christmas. are Christmas Eve. Okay. Christmas
0: Eve was the or both Christmas Day. Christmas Eve was the, the that have been nice
1: to know. I mean, I got it right anyway, so I guess I didn't need to know. Yeah, maybe it would have thrown you off. Um, but it was uh that there were twenty seven games. So when was the first? Right? Was the...
0: Yeah, first Christmas Day game. Yep. Uh, not thinking too much. I'm gonna go 1986. Feels right.
1: 1986. It was th- who said this question? This was Dennis. So, I'm just confused because the like saying that there were 27 games on Christmas is literally just a little tidbit it has nothing to do with like qualifying of the question which is <laughs> just a fun
0: fact I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh so you said 86. I said yeah,
0: 1986.
1: All right. So, I'm going to go earlier. I'm thinking kind of like TV they were trying new things and kind of um making tv bigger in the 70s so i'm going to go by the late 70s there is a christmas uh, game so i'll go 78
0: all right so andres is 78 and i say 86 so if is there a way yeah so if we get 1982 then what happens if it's in 1982
1: i guess we'll cross that bridge when it happens then i'm gonna take my half point yeah. <laughs> that i deemed that i got from the other one and give it to myself for that one
0: all right, what, what do we what's the answer here?
1: So the answer is 1971. All right, that's earlier than I expected. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking I was thinking 70s, but not early 70s, yeah. but All right. um, apparently I was on the correct side of the uh, the under for you. So
0: you say that sports history is not your forte, but now you're beating me 2 to 0. So, I don't know, either you're uh, you're you know, you're setting the bar low and overachieving or it says something Really bad about my trivia skills.
1: Mm. Or it was all a hustle. It's actually, I was studying my flashcards before ah, we started.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: Inside, the inside scoop. Exactly, yep.
0: All right. And for our last sports question, we have, how many total college football bowl games have been played on New Year's Day? So just New Year's Day, college football. How many total bowl games?
1: So they call it the New Year Six. So yep. I'm going to just do some quick math. I'm going 180. See, that seems that seems high to me. Like, have they been
0: playing six games on New Year's for that long? Like, I don't know. I think about college football and, like, the seasons used to be shorter. And, um, you know, I could just be gaslighting you right now and, all, and you're going <laughs> to hit it right on the nose again. But I feel like the seasons used to be shorter and uh, they – you know, they didn't end the season into the new year. Like the season like started in, you know, August and ended in, you know, November. And like that was just it. And so I-, I think I'm I'm gonna go less. I'm gonna say it's, you know, a more recent thing that we have teams playing on New Year's every year. I'm gonna say sixty-four.
1: Dude, I think I have this one on lock. I thought I was under with my 180. Like I thought I was lowballing it because I was doing six games a year since nineteen ninety.
0: Have they been playing like in new years since
1: like on new years since 1990 i think they've been doing it since like bowl games were around like when did when did like (gasps) fbs like bowl era begin because i think it was before 1990 i was just trying to do a safe number you might be
0: right can i can i can i change my answer no absolutely not
1: absolutely not all right that's why i was like oh i'm just doing some quick math and i was like but i don't want to tell him what math i'm doing because he's answering after me that's fair well
0: it might not have mattered because i now I'm wondering if I'm... Maybe
1: I'm right. Maybe yeah, we'll, here we go. What's the answer? Answer is...
0: Wow, that is more than I expected. 442. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. That's way more than I expected. I was still way off, but better than you. You so. won <laughs> for sure. Four forty two. That's a lot of bowl games. That is a lot of games. I'm very curious um yeah. of like when that started yeah. and how many. And it's probably more than the six, right? Like it's recently be. there's been more than the six. It's just like those are the ones that are celebrated. <sighs> yeah, you're but right. there are other games too.
0: There are other games other than the New Year. Yep, that's true. That's true. Well, all right, four forty two.
1: Well, all right. And then the last um super sports related question um from our friend Aaron who's been on the pod now. He knows what the sport or what this podcast yeah, is about yeah he knows it's about sports right he's been <laughs> here he's been in that chair talking about it but instead his question that we decided to uh poke fun at but also do um was what's the 50th number in pie as in the mathematical number pie
0: mm, not the, the the apple or yeah. the pumpkin or yeah. the blueberry not the what is strawberry. not how
1: big is the 50th slice Peach. of pie no no He said 50th number key lime Chocolate, lemon meringue,
0: chocolate, coconut yeah. cream, coconut cream, whipped cream,
1: whipped cream pie. You
0: know, like when people would like, you know, okay, smi- that goes like, on the yeah. pie. That's <laughs> well, not no, its no, own pie. No, like the actual, like people do whipped cream pies, and then you could like pie someone, oh, you know, that kind of. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I'm gonna go four. <laughs> <laughs> any any
1: particular reason you're uh, feeling good about I, four? Four lucky number. All right, I'm going to go, I think we said more pies than four, so I'm going to go with nine as right. my number. Um, minor? I think we said about nine different uh, types of pie there. Okay. Um so I'm going with nine. Um, what the is an- the answer? The answer? Oh, he didn't give us the answer. Let me Aaron. go, Let me go look. He he gave us a non-sports question and then told us to go Google the answer. <laughs> Not exactly the best uh, um, trivia. Wait,
0: you're telling me you don't have it memorized, Andre? I asked how three, many how many numbers of pi can you say?
1: Three point one four one five nine two six five four.
0: It's more than me it's more than me i could get the 3.14159 that one kind of rattles off the tongue well i could have
1: just kept saying numbers and I, you would have believed that's actually
0: me. true you could have went 50 digits i'd be like wow this guy is well
1: therefore the last number is definitely a nine i'm just gonna yeah. rattle <laughs> them off and it's definitely a nine <laughs> at the end uh all right so i just looked it up and the answer is zero. Ooh, big
0: zero so that means i didn't lose completely i well i lost but i got one right well right. I I got closer on one.
1: So So let me throw this out here out there. What's one more than nine? In a in a digit? Zero. This is
0: this is tough. I uh I think we might need to go to the court here to determine if that
1: is uh, I think we need a poll.
0: I think we also I think we need to put a poll in our podcast all
1: right so if you're on spotify we're gonna put a Mm -hmm. poll at the bottom um and it is gonna be who got this answer correct what is closer to zero whether andre got the clean sweep and specifically we're talking about a one digit answer right like it is we're talking about the last digit of pi so is nine closer to it because one more increase would be a zero and then it would be there or alternatively is four closer
0: my argument though Here's my argument
1: for for the
0: listeners is that if you were to add 1 to your last digit of 9 it's actually going to make that digit a 1 and then the next one's going to be a 0.
1: But then the last digit would be a 0 is what I'm saying. And we're we're talking about the like last the, digit. That's true.
0: It but would it would add it would add an extra digit. We'll see
1: how it comes out in the poll.
0: Yeah, I guess we, or no, wait a minute. How, just does, be... uh, how does addition work? It would actually <laughs> It would up It would up the previous digit. That's what it would do. It that, would up the previous digit. That is my
1: favorite. Yeah, exactly. It would have stayed the same, but then it would have just upped the, the one in front of it. So then one more would have been a zero. So I'm saying that I'm one away and you're four away. You know, the argument here
0: is that when we do math, nine goes to 10 and four is closer to zero and zero is not 10. So vote for me and <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody.
1: Oh, Kenny, do you have any shout outs uh, before you uh, lose this poll and officially you know, get clean this, swept? Yeah,
0: I might be. This is tough. This is, uh, you know, I'm. we should go back to majority rules because uh, <laughs> you, you do, know, better do better at that one. I do better at that one. Shout out, speaking of majority rules, shout out to one of our former majority rules contestants, Easton Stick. Yes. And Easton Stick from North Dakota State University. Just is, lost
1: 68 to 21. But he's starting now.
0: So true, true. true. Which I don't know if we would have ever thought could happen. No, we were like at Stick. We were like, who the heck is this person? We were right. like, Easton Stick and Logan Woodside should come on the podcast and talk to us. And now Which we're
1: still open yeah, for
0: Easton Stick. If you're listening, uh, we got a we got a chair for you.
1: Although I think it just got harder now that he's an NFL starter. I yeah, think there's probably true. more people wanting to talk to him.
0: Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. But you know, we we will support you, Easton.
1: Door is open, Easton.
0: Any shout-outs from you, Andre? Uh,
1: my shout-out is uh, for the Detroit Lions for not setting the highest uh, rushing record, but having it set against them. That's Bravo. A, that's to a very Lions. Lions thing. It is a very Lions thing. I just you know wanted to recognize them for for yeah. the pre-kneecap-biting uh, days.
0: Pre-kneecap-biting days. Well, well, no, that was with Dan, though. What? Because it was 2022 when the record was set. Oh, no. I know, I know. But hey- it was, <laughs> it was the pre 2023 kneecap biting days.
1: Yikes! Yeah, pre division leading. That was bad. Kneecap biting days. That was bad. Yeah, my brain was. You put 2017, so then my brain was like, oh, 2017. Nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. It was against Dan Campbell. The, yep. the kneecap biting. But we
0: still. We still stand for Dan Campbell.
1: <laughs> Indeed, we do, at least for now. So, all right. Well, we'll let you go. Thanks if you made it this far. We appreciate you. And uh, if you have any um, thoughts on giving us trivia questions mm-hmm. or you have thoughts about um, some of our takes today, um, you can let us know at the sports effect podcast at gmail.com. That's effect with, knee. But effect thanks, with me. But thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for a great year and listening. We'll yep. see you next year.
1: See ya. Peace.